So I had a request come in to talk about the shanks and how to get rid of them. The challenge, guys, with the shanks is your intuitive solutions that you're going to come up with are completely backwards. And the, when you understand these concepts, it's actually a pretty quick fix. But I want to help you get rid of that anxiety, that fear of standing over the ball and ruining your day with a few shanks. I'm going to show you how to win versus the shanks. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. The big problem with the shanks is not really, you know, shanking a ball once. It's sort of that sort of death spiral that, that people fall into where they develop this fear. And, you know, the natural intuitive reaction of when you shank a ball, um, you, you, you do certain things. And that only exacerbates the problem. So here's what I mean. So shanks are most often, I mean, shanks, when you shank a ball, what's happening is the hosel of the club is hitting the ball. Okay, so way on the heel, that the round area where the shaft meets the head is hitting the ball. So that's usually caused by one of two things. Most commonly is a path, a swing path that's outside in. Okay, so if you're, and the indicators would be if you look at your divots, are your divots pointed to the left of the target? Do you tend to hit, you know, if you look at the wear marks on your on your irons, are they a little bit out towards the toe? And, you know, do you tend to hit hit a little fade out there? So that would tell you that your path tends to be from the outside in. And what happens when the club comes from the outside in, you can envision, okay, if, if the club is, is square, right? If you make it extreme, so if you run it extreme, the club coming way from the outside in, you can, you can sort of picture in slow motion that the, the hosel of the club is leading the way. And if you don't hit the hosel of the club, the only thing that's left is sort of out towards the toe of the club. And so that leads to that tendency of hitting it out on the toe. Um, the fact is the, the heel side of the club face is, is blocked or it's hidden by the, by the hosel. You know, so an outside in swing path greatly, greatly increases your chances of struggling with the shanks. And, you know, coincidentally, most golfers, most average golfers, higher handicap golfers have an outside in swing path. So there's that. The other is, you know, people think, okay, if I'm hitting it on the hosel, I either need to, I need to stand further away from the ball or... I need to be further away from the ball. And that's an intuitive thing, right? If I'm hitting it on the hosel, if I move an inch or so away from the ball, or as I swing, if I get a little further away from the ball, um, I won't hit the hosel. And so that, of course, increases your, your likelihood of coming across the ball from the outside in. But additionally, if you think of the physics involved, okay, so... And you can model this. If you set up to a ball, you know, get in your playing position, put the club squarely behind the ball. And if you keep everything constant, like don't move your arms, your hands, anything, except raise your spine up just a little bit. So 
feel like you're just moving just slightly standing upward just a hair you're gonna see that the way that things are structured the club doesn't just come straight up in the air as it comes up it's also moving outward okay so you could see if you raise up just a couple degrees with your spine you're now exposing the hosel to the ball so those two factors combined are what caused the shanks and the the devilish thing about it is those are the two things that you're you're most likely as a human to to move towards once you shank it once or twice right if you're a little bit nervous about hitting it on the hosel you're going to swing with your arms and you're going to finish with everything in tight right you're going to get alligator arms as you're coming through the ball but that's causing the path of the club to move across the ball further um, even your good shots are probably going to get weaker you know and that's going to increase the likelihood that you're presenting the hosel of the club first additionally or alternatively as you're doing that your spine is becoming more vertical which exposes which push actually pushes the hosel outward it's really counterintuitive you lift your body away from the ball but the club the hosel is actually moving outward and exposing the hosel even more so those tendencies lead to this death spiral and when you get nervous about the shanks you're you're very likely to fall into one of those two things or both and be more likely to continue to shank so uh to to repair the problem what we need to do is is focus on it's again golf is a game of of opposites and it and it feels very counterintuitive we need to ensure that our swing plane is on track so we want to make sure that we're coming at the ball you know from around our body from an, a slightly inside the target line place right where the we're able to to hit the ball with the the center of the club and it's not hidden behind the hosel so to speak so we're swinging more from an inside to square to back to inside swing path you know a correct swing plane and we do that by maintaining our posture so the spine angle stays nice and square and we do that through a series of drills to prevent that over the top motion so i've got a few drills there's a swing dowel drill that's on the website that's really good for a visual you know you put a dowel in the ground parallel to your shaft but you know uh, a few inches outside of the swing line uh, the, the the swing path and that gives you a good visual that you got to swing underneath that shaft and stay on plane alternatively you can do something either with a head cover or you know if if you masochistic you can do like a like a 2x4 so you put the ball on the ground maybe you put it on a tee so it stays in the same place every time and you lay the club down in the playing position and then off of the toe of the club give yourself an inch or 2 inches to start with just to just to be safe and we're going to do really small swings but if you've got a a 2x4 standing on its side out there um 
you know, and you start out with real small swings, just nine o'clock to three o'clock um, pitch shots. But the idea is we definitely don't want to hit that two by four heading into the ball, nor do we necessarily want to hit it after either. So it's it's about coming from the inside to square to back to the inside. And that visual should really help you. If, if you're able to sort of slowly tighten up that margin. So if you start at two inches out from the toe of the club, move it in gradually. Um, I wouldn't recommend like big full swings with this because you could hurt yourself and you can, you can beat up your clubs. But if you just start to feel, okay, I'm able to hit these little shots without hitting a shank and you start to believe that you're now exposing the center of the club face as opposed to just scraping everything off the toe or shanking it, um, then you're going to start to build some trust and just know that, you know, it's human nature to want to back away from the ball, to stand more straight as you're coming through the ball and to sort of alligator arm it in your follow through. All of those things actually contribute to the shanks, not prevent the shanks. It's so backwards. And a lot of players uh, fall into that trap and they really fear for the shanks and it can be really debilitating but the good news is the fix is actually quite simple. You just got to understand the physics of it. And um, hopefully that really helps you guys. If, it, if you have any questions or you feel like there's other things going on, reach out to me. Um, I, I love fixing problems like this and helping people enjoy the game a little bit more than, you know, it, it really sucks. If you're under under a little heat or playing with your buddies and you feel like at any moment you could shank it and just be in your pocket for the hole, that really sucks. So hopefully this helps. I think just a little bit of practice, really like one range session, um, you know, 30 or 50 balls should do the trick to build that confidence to have you coming from the inside, staying on plane and not coming from the outside and falling back as you as you make impact with the ball. Hey guys, I'm all about bringing value, so shoot me all of the questions that you have, cbork at pga.com. If you like the stuff, be sure to share it and subscribe on whatever channels you're watching it on, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, any of those channels. You should be able to subscribe easily so you get every episode. Thanks, guys.